Hello and welcome back to season two of the Ollie podcast. It's good to be back, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we're here, different flavor of ice cream, but we're back delivering it, serving it, bringing you the best. Um, season two is going to be slightly different. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to that later. But um, damn, we've been gone for a while. Um, just a wee quick recap on season one. Um, you know, season one is all about sitting down with with high level operators and in their space. Everyone from business owners to coaches to flipping musicians. We had everyone on. Um, and we were really trying to figure out what made them successful, and in doing that, try and and bring some lessons and. And hard learned lessons, sorry, to everybody that was listening. I think we've done a good job of that. Um, we had, I think, 20 or 21 shows on that. So if you're brand new to this and this is the first time you've even heard of the Ollie podcast, go on to our Spotify or iTunes and you'll be able to get a wee glimpse of that there. So um, all those shows are also have a video counterpart. We're not sure yet if we're going to do video on this, but um, they're worth a watch, you know, if you're bored some Thursday evening or whatever, go on, sit down and um, have a cup of tea and enjoy. Um, so brand news and updates, guys. Just before we get into it, we got to do a bit of housekeeping. Um, we currently have a jumper restock live at the moment, and what's better is if you're listening to this podcast, there is a discount code called Ollie Podcast, and that is one word, all capitals, O L Y Podcast. So you can't avail of that. Nobody else can get that code. Um, and like I said two seconds ago, the show is changing up. We were very interview-based in season one, but now for season two, we're bringing it back to the warehouse and just chilling out a bit, Um, you know, talking about what's important to us. And to help me do that, I have drafted in a very, very good friend of mine, um, Mike Hamilton. Mike, how are you? Very well. Glad to be here. Um, Yeah, season one was so good. Uh, featured on that one show, and here we are. Yeah, big time. Time to go big. Big time. Um, So, yeah, it's good to be. Good to be on. Looking forward to this one. And what... Well, I think what episode were you just in case people want to go on and listen? Uh, three or four. I it think. was early, like yeah, it was one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah. and it was yeah. a really good show as well. So, bit of background on you, Mike. I'll I'll probably butcher it a wee bit, but I'll try my best. Mike is a I would consider a a serial entrepreneur. Um, Mike's tried many products or projects. Sorry, um, failed and succeeded at many as well. Um, and kind of like even for that show, we, we got Mike on and Mike was in the process of closing down a cafe um, that he had tried to set up and we were going well for what, two years? Three, yeah, three well, years. just shy three, yeah, yeah. And then just the nature of, um, I think it was just the football around your area just died, something happened at a shopping centre, something closed and it yeah, just kind of went yeah. out the window. Yeah, location, um, location, location. Yeah, but like, you know, we got you on to kind of talk about, well, even if I give context to it, the nature in which you closed down i'd never seen someone handle such a difficult situation with grace and it really shone to me and and at the time i didn't really know you all that well either you know we were kind of only like six months a year in into like knowing each other i would yeah, say true true probably knew of each other but hadn't really linked up yeah. actually a funny story how we linked up i literally slid into your dms i was just gonna say yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely i vaguely do remember that um you had obviously been keeping tabs on me, and then all of a sudden... I don't even know what it was. I was like, that guy looks like he's my vibe. I or, think... Or I look like I'm his vibe. Well, you'd been you'd been training and hanging out with Cara, obviously, um, who's my wife, mm-hmm. for people who don't know. Yeah. Um. So you guys were training together, I think, and probably somewhere along the line the, the connection was made, and we ended up in established together. Yeah, 
that's where all great things happen yeah. they're established coffee so big shout out to them yeah so yeah you know mike's a coffee fiend mm-hmm. he's into his exercise and training he's a personal trainer he, he's a coach he does many things um you know what are you doing now what's your project at the moment <laughs> well hopefully when the lockdown lifts we'll be getting back to the pt and and, yeah, and coaching and um kind of set up a little gym at the house there so yeah it's kind of been creating a bit of a brand for that just to sort of let people know what i'm doing kind of thing um it's not massive but um it's it's nice and it's fun and it's something to work on so yeah i think it's like because you're well i like what you do because it's not necessarily a big money making scheme for you now you know you know i totally respect it coach some coaches well most coaches that's their life if you know what i mean but right. like you work in sales you do a bit of work for a manufacturer and equipment company um, I don't know if you're allowed to name brands or whatever. You can if you want, but um, I'll stay clear. I've made mistakes in the past, so. But like you know, I think you do that more so, just to add value and to help people and to serve others, and that's something right. that I genuinely admire. Yeah, um, I mean, it is something that you and I have talked about a lot before. Um, for me, it is about um, like how can I help others become the best version of themselves and yeah. so like i have done the pt in full time and like that's great like if that's if that's what you do perfect no problem with that but for me it's kind of like how can i focus on five or six individuals and give them absolutely everything and not as you say like it isn't my main source of income so it doesn't have to be a money maker if that makes sense yeah um so yeah it is kind of nice it's it's kind of one of those like passion projects um I love that and I respect it and it's kind of it's a part of your nature and characteristics and traits and it makes you who you are and it's kind of why whenever I was thinking about season two and and how I wanted it to look um you're probably like one of the first people that came into mind just because we're very aligned in you know the the career path that we chose and yeah aligned in I would say our interests and hobbies as well but also like um you know we're I, I would consider us ambitious people we want to do good um we want to try and, and leave our mark in the world i would say without being too cliche and cringy and yeah um i would say that's probably why i wanted to get you on mate you said i was one of the first was there i wasn't the first uh it's a complete lie you probably were the one and only okay, i was I'll like ah, yeah who else is flexible enough to give up on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm only joking, I'm only joking. no it's fine i'll take it that's that's grand that's fine but no yeah like you know i wanted to get someone on that we could sit and have a chat you know season two is about converse like uh, conversion I'm, I'm fucking marketing in the head here um <laughs> conversing having conversation and talking about things discussing points you know respectfully disagreeing if we need to and and, yeah. and having debates uh, and heated discussions when we also need to so um you know that's for everyone listen that's the nature of what the show is going to be is um you know we're going to be talking about a we're, well we've got a list of topics that we want to cover over the next kind of couple of months and um topics that we're interested in you know everything from training exercise and activity to life hacks philosophy and, and kind of miscellaneous tips and tricks to make life a bit easier might touch on business because that's something that we're both into yeah and then you know i know we both want to sit down and interview some people as well yeah um and so like the show's gonna be slightly different but you know hopefully still aligned with what we wanted to do with with our season so but the next part of the show is kind of um something that we're really really going to be delivering on and it's called victory of the week and 
for anybody that's kind of new to the brand, um, Ollie Clothing's motto and mantra is small victories repeated daily. And it's kind of how we view our secret to success and secret to progression. And, um, you know, we've, we've stuck by it and it's stuck by us. And something that I wanted to add in was to really highlight, you know, a daily victory that we're both working on. Yeah. And talk it through it talk talk through it both and you know it could be really really simple um you know and i know we talked about this pre-hand and probably you know what better time than now just to get straight into it like for well actually what was your victory of the week uh yeah so i kind of felt so i it, it kind of there's a story behind it i suppose um and i started a new role um kind of working from home and um, doing sales and stuff and it's big dirty long shifts like um in front of a computer um and before that uh i would have kind of been out in the shed training coaching um a lot more kind of like just being more outdoorsy um so i kind of found with this new role i was sort of just like sit in front of the computer all day go downstairs have my dinner sit in front of the tv like that's been my life for the last probably six or seven weeks so I was kind of thinking, like, I'm just knackered. I'm exhausted all the time. Like, I feel fatigued. And for me, the thing that I felt was missing was just, like, that extra time outdoors. Um, so this week's kind of just been the week where I've been like, right, let's nail it. Let's get outside when I have time um, and just, like, breathe a bit deeper, try and take in what's around me. Um, doing a bit more walking. Um, I'm all, also someone who, like, is, is always kind of like, I'm always trying to take information in and stuff, right? So, mm -hmm. like, if in the past I've been walking or whatever, I, like, I always have a book in my ears or I've got a podcast on or whatever, right? But, like, this week it's been, I've been so much more conscious of just, like, being in the moment. Do what you're doing and nothing else. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're going for a walk, you're going for a walk. And, like, just being open to what's going on around you. So, for me, that's been it this week. Like, just get outside, like, clear the distraction and just, like, focus in on that moment because I think we miss so many things um, because we're trying to consume all the time. Because our attention's just elsewhere. Yeah. And like that's, don't get me wrong, like that's not an unhealthy thing to be like educating yourself and all that. In fact, that's so important, so vitally important. But for me, I think it had become like, this is all I do. Um, so yeah, it's kind of just been that like, get outside and and enjoy nature and mate uh, do you know what like funny you say that about consuming like i'm the exact same like if i'm out in the car or i'm like i was sitting shooting hoops earlier while listening to an audiobook i couldn't even sit and go down and shoot hoops like i'm shit at basketball like for anybody <laughs> listening that like that is not me saying that it's not the books that are putting you off yeah like <laughs> but you know i'm the exact same mate. like i can't have my lunch in silence i have to listen to an audiobook i can't or yeah. watch a youtube video i can't <clears throat> like all my captive dead time is literally spent consuming some kind of thing and right up until i go to bed yeah i am still consuming and it's something that like i don't give enough time to yeah or you know i'm just still and quiet and just you know observing the happenings around us yeah you know what i mean the only time is actually like i used to do it a lot more but like maybe doing elements of meditation yeah or sleeping that is the only time that i would really or in the shower but even in the shower i'm sitting listening to music yeah yeah there's always something going on 
think it's funny that you raise that. Like, I just don't. It's something that I don't do is sit in silence anymore. Yeah. I'm a big consumer, like, big yeah. consumer. Whether so, that be, like, content or audio. Yeah. Books or music or podcasts or whatever. I tried doing this thing as well. Um, we're like, so say, I've done done my day's work. I've done my training, and then I just I literally just lie, like I literally just lie on the floor. And part of that is recovery, obviously. But then it like goes beyond that, and it's just like, how long can I be still for? Like how long can I just? I really struggle with that. Mate. It's hard, mate. It is genuinely so hard. But there's something like, I don't know. There's just something so powerful about switching off and and not kind of like running your body or your mind into the ground all the time that's just i don't know it's just so rewarding i mm. think this this whole year though for me like from the start of the year i'd kind of become about that about just like i don't know not being so busy and hurried and all that so I, it all feeds into one um but yeah like so i have two questions do you, one did you achieve your daily victory of getting out more being a bit more still being in, in nature being quieter or well well not being quieter but you know not consuming as much yeah yeah uh, no absolutely um i was off been off a couple of days this week and the first like literally the first day i was off was monday so that was kind of like the start of let's kind of be outside and whatever um and mate i must have spent probably eight or ten hours outside easily like ah. so like effectively a full shift at work yeah outside probably a week's worth of sunlight that now that sounds bad but whenever you consider a nine to five probably job, even more like probably yeah, even more yeah yeah holy shit yeah it was mad <laughs> but made a bet you felt great so good like genuinely see yeah like you, there's nothing comes close to just being out and breathing fresh air and i know that kind of sounds a bit hippie and stuff like but yeah and but in relation to that as well, like my second question was you mentioned there about being hurried and the reason that that's so, uh, the reason that I picked up on it and that is quite poignant to me is that I, for probably the five years from 20 to 25, was just in a constant state of hurriedness. Yeah. And it was actually sitting down and reading a book by John Mark Homer called The, the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. So good. Have you read it? So good. Yeah. yeah. So like, that's why it stuck out to me and, and it's only when you realize being in a hurried state what the negative effects of that are. Right. And so my question to you was, do you feel less hurried now than you did a year ago? <laughs> so like so much. Well, I yeah. said, maybe that's fucking stupid of me to say because we're in the middle of a lockdown. Yeah, but but even but even knowing like the type of person I am, like first lockdown hit. And I was like, right, let's build a gym at the house. Mm -hmm. And you did. And I did. And it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's really Thanks. cool. So kudos to that, mate. So like that, that in a way kind of became my, my thing for like the first, it was probably two months, like, um, and for like, for anyone who's listening, who doesn't have a clue, like what that looks like, I literally built a massive shed. It's like seven meters long, three meters wide, um, from scratch, get it out with, like proper rubber floor and gym equipment all that like so that that in itself is is a job like mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah i mean first lockdown hits that's straight away i'm not i'm not like let's switch off let's chill out like it was like let's do something do something while you've got the time but but now 
<laughs> it'd probably take six months if we're doing something like that. Yeah. Just because I am kind of, I do feel like I'm a bit slower now in a, in does the that, positive sense of... Does that like frustrate you though, being slower? Like say if I perceive myself as feeling slower, which I do at the moment, it grinds my gears. No, mate, genuinely. Like I love it. I I don't know. I think it's like I'm a bit of a busybody at times, and yeah. like, um, because I would be a generally busy person, if I feel like I'm going slow, I feel like I'm not being productive or proactive. If you know what I mean. Mm. Whereas that's just not the case and not how it works. Yeah, yeah. But it's the perception of me going from A to B to C to D. You know, finishing up a day by day's end. That's to like you know, for so long. I mistook that as you know fulfillment when really yeah the quality of what I was doing was maybe not there and. You know, yeah, it's perspective, like, isn't it? Um, how we look at anything will define like the value in in that True. that thing. Um, True, and if if you think you have to be always on the go to be productive or successful or like whatever that is, whatever sense of achievement that brings, yeah, then like you're always gonna think that way. But it is, it's just like it's just reframing, like how you view something. Yeah. So like for me. For me, switching off and not consuming information and like getting outside to me, that's rest. So it's just it's let my body recover. It's like mm-hmm. so that when I do start again, you can go I, at it. I can go at it. I can give it yeah. everything. Like I have another question. Yeah, hit me. So whenever I said <laughs> to you about it, you may or may not have um, well, we'll figure it out in the answer here. But um, whenever I said to you, you know, to choose something, you know, with regards to the, the daily victories. Was it easier to, because we were only choosing one victory, you know, yeah. we're not overcomplicating it. It's choose one thing, focus on that one thing. Mm. Do you reckon your adherence was a bit better because you didn't have 20 other things to sit and focus on? It was just that one thing? Yeah, no, 100%. And funny you say that because um, at the start of this year, I got, I've always had a diary, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I got this, I got this one that I'd had years ago. Um, it's called the Passion Planner. Have you ever seen it? Not too sure. So it basically this girl in America um come up with the idea. She was she was the sort of person who kind of got burnt out of college, um, yeah. entrepreneurial, whatever else, and like just got absolutely head melted, like ran herself into the ground. So she kind of came up with this this idea of like break your break your diary and your kind of like your agenda down into like individual things so mm-hmm. like she had like a year-long plan yeah and then there's like a three-month plan and then there's just like a week to week and it's like every week it says like what's this week's focus yeah and then at the top of each day it has like daily focus so every every week whenever i sit down with my diary i'm like right what is it i want to get out of this week mm-hmm. so at the start of the year it was that just like slowing down like trying to get out and walk more like just being out and about and stuff um, so that was kind of like the start of, start of the year, but every week and every day within the week, then I have a space in my diary where I like pick a focus and I'll not pick something every single day. Like, yeah. um, but it's just like being aware, being more aware. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, writing stuff down always helps me. So yeah. Um, and, and funny kind of, I'm going off on a bit of a ta- tangent, but like last week, for example, um, I was kind of like writing one thing down per day that I was thankful for in that day. Um, 
and like even that's such a game changer so yeah like and you know thankful and well i would refer that to gratitude yeah practicing gratitude something that i find it sometimes fucking exhausting though man like to because some days <laughs> i was like i would do the same i journal i try to journal every day yeah right to and you know i used to write these big fucking emotional spills and it was almost like a diary <laughs> or a fucking agony aunt rather yeah. than a journal but really i've I've tried to keep it five lines a day, describe one thing you were happy about, one thing that you maybe um that surprised you or maybe took you by surprise about yourself maybe yeah. and then one thing you're grateful for. And like, you know, I'd be writing I'm grateful for my friends, I'm grateful for my family or mm. if like, you know, I got a good session and I'm grateful and my health to do that, I'm grateful and like it does make a massive difference, but sometimes like I got burnout fatigue almost like right like yeah. gratitude fatigue is that a yeah. thing yeah 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 like, you know being so damn thankful for everything actually you know in in hearing me say this out loud i don't think it is a thing i think i'm just like you know because you can be grateful for the same thing yeah every day you know what i mean but like, again it's like it's not like focusing on so that's like the only thing yeah yeah it is just like yeah all these things are like individual little practices that one kind of combined make Sh- you happy yeah shape you and make yeah. you who you are and stuff like so yeah, i think when we focus on any one thing like above everything else that's when we yeah. start to like struggle yeah. so uh um yeah that's probably enough about mine yeah um yours um Fine. what's it been it's sleep sleep like i've historically had a horrible relationship with sleep <laughs> um I was somewhat of a night owl at uni. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's really universally made me a night owl. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I don't mind working late at night. Um, but as I've gotten older, I really see that it's not really conducive to healthy sleep hygiene. Yeah. And so, see, for the last two years, I have battled, and I mean battled, to try and get healthy sleep. So, like, it's been a focus of mine for a while, but, like, you know, whenever you have three or four or five focuses it's hard to yeah to give each like you're spreading yourself thin across all of those things so like you know whenever i was chatting to you and we were chatting about you know what our victories were going to be for this week i was like you know what i just want to try and nail sleep and whenever i just like i bought a mattress bought nice. a brand new mattress mm-hmm. and uh, well it's not brand new but it's fucking unbelievable so like that sounds really trivial and silly, but see when you just make that one thing your focus, Yeah. how can I make sleep better? And it's not just, oh, go to bed at 11 and wake up at 7, or it's like, what are the things that I can control in that? Yeah. And that was the biggest surprise for me. Like, you know, making sure I'm wearing my blue light blocker glasses, especially if I'm watching something before bed. You know, reading before bed makes me really sleepy. Yeah. And that's only something that I've realised in the last few few months and like something that i'm actively doing every night now um and literally i think since sunday i think whenever we had this conversation it was either saturday or sunday and i think i've had like three out of four or four out of five nights have been fantastic that's amazing yeah which for me is like that's a big deal like. oh man like i'd be lucky if i got two good nights a week yeah. of sleep and <clears throat> like so like in making that my one sole focus it was so much easier to actually make progress in it. Right. And I am an absolute victim of trying to be a busybody and trying to do too many things at one time. So, like, it was just nice to give myself the grace to fucking... Obviously, I've got other focuses and other yeah, things that yeah, I need yeah. to, like, think about. But, like, yeah, mate, I, I was really, really happy with that. So, 
I yeah. think it's something that I'm really excited is to carry this like you know on the Sunday or Saturday whenever I'm talking to you about like what our victories are going to be yeah um like me saying it to you we don't really it's not a big accountability thing for us but like in talking about it adds a bit of power to it yeah you know gives it a bit of energy that it's a thing and like i don't really think without talking to you about it i would have really committed to I it i focus on it too much you know what i mean so yeah. like like i got that mattress really good deal on that and like just wee things like i'm now like my relationship with sleep even after like you know and this has not just happened over a week like it's yeah been, yeah it's been months and months and weeks and weeks but this week i just made it like the one thing and holy shit man yeah. it was a game changer funny like people talk about like you know why people always talk about non-negotiables yes right and they like yes. like it's to me it's so intense when you talk yeah, about non-negotiables know, right I know. but for me like sleep is one of those things mm-hmm. so like every night upstairs half 10 mm-hmm. so like um if i'm watching tv i'm watching my watch as well like but is that something you're religious with like so well so what i was going to say is a non-negotiable would be like a religious thing so if i'm if i'm watching something and it's running on to like quarter 11 oh, that's fine. okay yeah but like for the most part i just aim half 10 and just like switch off because i'm not gonna f- like i'm not one of these people who can fall asleep like straight away so if i'm upstairs at half 10 i'm probably yeah. gonna be asleep by quarter past half 11 like and for me that's that's, that's so good, mate. That's, yeah, that's game time. Like, that is just Seriously, get your sleep. Dude, like, and I think uh, if you, if you're, like, the thing about sleep is that it's, like, I was referring to sleep hygiene there. See, the most important thing. It's, like, going to bed at the same time is important, but what's more important is getting up at the same time. And that's something that yeah I really vary on. But I've noticed in the last, definitely in the last three to four weeks, more so in the new year, really committed to it, like, I'm waking up at like you know I'm not having to get up really really early anymore mm. because I've nowhere to be. Yeah. Like my my office is my bedroom. Yeah. You know my desk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, which is in my bedroom. So like, it's been a joy to not need to worry. But like now my body's consistently getting up at half eight, and you know I don't necessarily hop out of bed, um, straight away. I'll maybe right. lie lie in bed or. I'll like I'll not read or anything like that, but maybe I'll go on Twitter. Or I'll go on something, yeah. which is maybe not the best way to start your day. But like now, <laughs> after, after even whenever I, like you know, there's nights this week I went I was up to two one night, and then I was in bed for half twelve another night, and like my body was still getting up at half eight after having done it for consistently for a while there, and it was a joy. Yeah. So like, actually, do you know what? That's good tips. I got that from that Why We Sleep book, um, which is on my list, mate. I haven't finished it, but that was the one thing I really took away from it is that it's yes, it's important to go to bed at the same time. Yeah. But it's even more important to get up at the same yeah. time. Yeah. That was the biggest takeaway. Um I I mean the guy who wrote that, Matthew, Matthew Friggin <laughs> mm. I always forget is it a Matthew story. Knight or something. I'll actually get I it up. It's remember. on my it's on my um, book here. Yeah, no, I've de- I've listened to a couple of podcasts that he's been on and uh like that guy is a sleep genius. Yes. Um, like you mentioned, life hacks earlier. Like he is sleep hacks personified. Um, Matthew Walker. <laughs> yeah, that's but him. It's the, it's these things as you get old. Like you know, when I was <laughs> when I was younger, like I'm only twenty six now, which is not really you know. It's not old at all. Exactly, but I mind being twenty twenty one and being able to go off fumes. Like being able to. Like, yeah. We'd go to an event. And like you'd have two hours, three hours sleep, 
and it was more than enough then more than enough <laughs> you'd go and play a rugby match on four hours sleep or yeah. go to a crossfit se- session with maybe even less or you, you'd go training and you'd been out the night before or something uh, yeah, ridiculous I was but, say, after being on the pint but just because you could <laughs> but now like as you, like I don't I'm not old but like you definitely notice it yeah this is all ahead of you Jack for mine, you me if you hear me talking to Jack or Mike talking to Jack, Jack's our editor of the of the show. So maybe we'll get you on sometime, Jacko. Yeah. But anyway, um it kinda all that sort of just links to I guess the motto of Yeah, small victory. Is it is it daily. motto? Is it a motto? It's a motto. We mantra? use it as a motto. It's yeah. a mantra and a motto. Yeah. Um yeah, you're right, mate. So like the nature of victory of the weeks it derives from our company motto and mantra of small victories repeated daily yeah um but like so obviously like i get i get small victories repeated daily and it's something that we've talked about loads but like break it like break it down for us like like where they come from yeah um good question so i think it really came from the early days mate um you know this is a startup project for us like and it's been damn hard at times yeah so like I don't know, like it it kind of arose personally, and then so what was happening was I was trying to do a startup business. I was trying to do uni. I was trying to have relationships and a social life, and I was doing part time jobs, and time and time again, you know, I've always been massively into personal and self development and elements of philosophy, and so like I was always looking to that area of life to help me along and deal with this pressure and cope with this pressure and make sense of um just why was i put myself through this hellhole right. all the time you know and i'm a sucker for absolute statements <laughs> and what what i mean and you'll know like you laugh because yeah. i know um there's seldom rare is there any absolute statement that is really relative to any situation mm. and what i mean by that is there is very very few phrases or quotes or mantras or mottos that in any given situation is still relative mm. but time and time again the the quotation of success what are the the quotation that kept coming up and it was all around uh, it was all relative success was um success is a sum of small victories repeated on a daily basis over a long period of time yeah and you know, I'm very success orientated. Um, you know, I want to progress and I want to be the best at what I can be. I want to be the best at what I do. Yeah. No matter what that is, you know, I'm not financially motivated. I'm not like, you know, I don't want massive power. I'm not a greedy person, but like, I just want to be damn good at what I'm doing. Yeah. And to be successful in that. And so it was like a recurrent theme. And really like the first time I really latched on, it was probably on, I was like 22. Um, and I just shortened it at the time. I was like, right, small victories, pretty daily. That's all you need to think about. Just show up every fucking day. Yeah. No matter how you're feeling, just do a wee bit every day. Yeah. If you just do a wee tiny bit, after a while, it'll amount to something. Yeah. You know? And it just rung. It just stuck. And it became not only a mantra for me personally, but like within business and within our brand, um, it was something that we were able to really commit to and easily commit to. Yeah. You know? Because no matter what you're going through, if you do a wee bit of it every day, yeah, you know you're just like think of building a wall. If you added one brick to a wall over, over a hundred days, you yeah, can have a bit of a wall, or even if it's one fucking brick. Whereas yeah. you could show up and do a lot more than one brick, but you know the analogy 
it's like it's, yeah it's the same like it explains it yeah, so yeah that's where it come came from and like i think it was early 20 maybe 2018 we really brought it into the brand yeah like i believe in it so much like it's literally tattooed on my arm yeah you know <laughs> yeah um and i always give you a wee bit of stick for that like i love it though yeah, it's funny actually kind of referring back to like the, the podcast that you and I did in season one um, and we're, we're kind of chatting about like what the success mean to you and all that there mm -hmm. sort of thing. And I think this is kind of why you and I, I think this resonates so so much with us because one of the things that I said back then for anyone who hadn't, hadn't listened to it or anything was uh, like if you're faithful in the small things, mm -hmm. like you'll be successful in those bigger things yeah um and that that for me is it's just about like showing up like being on time like yeah. just doing the things that nobody else wants to do yeah mate. Um, but i think like the 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 mantra the phrase of small victories repeated daily there's so many variables within that like, yeah you know consistency consistency is literally one of the main ingredients to being successful yeah um you know in being consistent every day you're going to build confidence in yourself. You're with that confidence comes tenacity to do great things. Um, like there's so many things that come from that one statement that it was so overarching and so encompassing that I was like, damn, that's like an absolute that I can really commit yeah, to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why like to this day, I don't have any regrets getting it literally an ink of my body or, um, <laughs> you know, making it our company mantra. And yeah. now we're really pushing it as our brand message. Yeah. Um, you know, our goal as a brand is to help people succeed in their victories, whether yeah. that's, you know, sticking a t-shirt on your back while you're walking up a mountain. That to me is still like, you know, associating yourself with us because that's what we're trying to do is make people better. Yeah. You know, we're not going to change the world selling t-shirts. You know, we're not fucking eluded, but are diluted. Sorry. But, you know, we send out the Monday mantra email every Monday um well it's been on pause at the moment since the new year but we're bringing it back real soon and like within that there there's these wee nuggets of wisdom that it was just value for people like we life hacks like you know like we said at the start of the show and that's kind of the biggest thing like yeah. we went from trying to be this crossfit training brand and making all these flashy products to just like a brand that wants to build people up yeah i love that that's class like yeah but it's made it so much easier to show up and do like think of all the brands out there that don't have a mission yeah you know that yes you you know there's some brands making great products but what are you doing with it man yeah you know what i mean like who's whose life are you making better yeah and i like i'm not like i said i'm not deluded to the fact that we're a clothing brand at the end of the day and we're not going to change the world but like if i empower someone or not i but if we empower someone to go to the gym and rep and show off their t-shirt or to go for a walk on a beach or to hike a mountain in a jumper yeah that's fucking getting someone off their ass and doing something positive yeah that's class and then likewise with the wee nuggets of wisdom that we're giving out in the monday mantra whether it be about training exercise activity your life hacks and personal and self-development or philosophy like all the things that we've had to learn collectively as a team the hard way yeah you know if we can share them with people that to me is so much more i get so much more from that than making big bucks yeah you know I'm a like a believer that you know the money will come if you're doing something right, but if you're not doing something right in the first place, like what's the point? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, hundred percent. And you kind of like I suppose you've kind of in all of that nailed like the why as well. Yeah, and it is it's like 
it's kind of helping people like figure out their value and their purpose and, sure. and all that and like yeah i mean that's so important um and Big the time. sooner i think the sooner in life you kind of figure that out like the better of like quality of life you're gonna have yeah um, yeah yeah i love that mate that's so so good and even on that why like i think having having that why in business is so important but having that why in life like yeah. you know while we want people to be the most successful version of themselves like that doesn't necessarily mean being uh, a pd savage level athlete or a car hamilton that could mean being the best mum yeah or the best parent that could yeah. mean being the best teacher and taking huge responsibility at you know making the best children that you can mm. or it could be being the best fucking operative or you know yeah. doing that one we intricate job better than anyone and that's what it's about like helping people like for me success looks like fulfilling your potential every day mm. and it doesn't need to be you know going and making a million pounds or being the next elon musk or yeah. cracking the da vinci code it literally could be being the best damn parent you can be yeah you know and yeah. that's the relativity of it and that's where it comes from and i love it and yeah. it's something that startup life is not glamorous and it sucks <laughs> it sucks literally 80 percent of the time yeah you know like, i can vouch for that yeah like you know <laughs> yeah but it's that 20 percent. you know it's that el Pareto phenomenon where that 20 percent makes it all worth it yeah and it does so you know i'm really excited and i hope you know the victory of the week you know we want to start including people in that yeah you know, and i was talking to you pre-show we're talking to you on jack pre-show you know about maybe getting that up on social media and, and asking people and, and, and getting people's takes on what their victory of the week was, you know, what was important to them this week. And, you know, I'm really excited to hear what people's victories will be because yeah. as a, you know, whether you're a consumer or a customer of ours, whether, you know, you listen to our podcast or you watch or you, you read our uh, mantras or you buy our product or whatever, like we have a really wide, uh, well, broad spectrum of, people who follow us mm. and i'm buzzing to see who and what comes up yeah no 100 you know I mean? percent. yeah and i think like obviously chatting to you like i know how kind of how much this kind of fires you up as well and stuff and that's like that's so important but like feeding off what other people are saying is um, something that just 100%. like it lights a fire and you like so yeah, yeah. And i think as well making this something that making this something that we are really really promoting like imagine mate someone that was just maybe in a wee lull in life or really hadn't been exposed to this type of of energy before like just imagine, this way of thinking yeah you know yeah. imagine you were the catalyst for them and you might never ever find out yeah but it's not about finding out and it's not about taking credit for it right if if we were the instigator of someone going down that starting that journey or taking that path man that that fucking that makes me super excited yeah <laughs> You know? That's so good. I um, love that. I actually think what what time are we on, Jack? Forty minutes. Forty. I think that's a a good a good first show, Mike. It's uh yeah. I mean, it's been thought provoking, like so. yeah, it has been thought provoking. <laughs> um, I'm happy. I'm happy with it, like, um. But no, listen. Thank you so much to all the listeners. Um, we're hoping to bring these to everyone. Is it every Tuesday? 
Yeah, so every, every Tuesday. Once a week, every week. Once a week, every week. Um, <laughs> might be a day late. Might not get it up some weeks, but that is just the nature of the beast. Um, but yeah, we're going to try and go live every Tuesday, similar time every week. Uh, similar launching uh, time, or schedule, sorry, to season one. So yeah, we hope season two is going to be um, slightly different, but just as good as season one. And again, thank you so much for listening, everyone. And remember... Um, use the code if you're listening. It's Ollie Podcast in capital letters, uh, all one word. And you anything to say, Mike? Bring on the next one. Bring on the next one, guys. So we'll leave it with the company motto we've been talking about a lot. But remember, the secret to progression, small victories repeated daily. It works. LP, Mikey Hamilton, out. We out. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs>